Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tom. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? So, uh, you can probably hear that noise behind us. We are live at BarberCon New York slash New Jersey. Psych, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this mall is so incredible. Yeah, there's, a, I think, a water park. There's an amusement park. There's a Nickelodeon park. There's... There's the downhill skiing. Remember that oh, the people yeah. with the snowboard. Like you're walking in a mall and there's people with snowboards because there's a. And the only one I ever knew about before was in Dubai, but apparently there's a downhill ski resort here. And and what month are we in? What, what month is this? June, July, July, July. You know, people are snowboarding and skiing indoors. That is dope. That is awesome. I'm gonna go by. Yeah. I kind of want to do a run though. Nah, I'm already injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's what old people say. <laughs> yeah, right. I am old. <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, first off, thank you so much, Lee Resnick, for bringing us out to uh, to BarberCon. Thank you for scheduling City. We're once again set up in their booth, and we appreciate um, our friendship with them. And, uh, you know, it's just been, it's been cool. It's really nice to see people back. Because what's different about BarberCon from a lot of the other shows we're you we're usually in a different like complete different area of the show and it's quiet and you can hear everything but in barbercon we're always dead smack in the middle so you feel the energy you hear the energy you yeah. get to just be a part of the show while we're doing the podcast yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool actually it's like sometimes the noise it gets too loud that's annoying and like you'll, you'll hear me screaming into the mic and i'll lose my voice by the end of the day but it's worth well the good thing about barbercon to me losing my voice it's only one day Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only one day. So uh, what's really cool, once again, about live events is that we get to meet up with uh, with some old friends and, and some new friends. And, you know, our goal for these events is always to dig a little deeper with our old friends and to find new friends. And on this podcast, we're going to get both of them. Yeah, we're going to actually do both. You're right. Uh, we get to sit down and, and catch up with an old friend and then uh, we get to, to meet a new friend and uh, kind of get to know what's uh, going on in the uh in the barbering world. In the clipper world. Yeah. In the clipper world. So today our guest is Kevin Lutchman. And we uh, he, he's been, he's now with Andis Company, or he's been there for about a year, and he's the international artistic team lead. But you'll see Kevin's work everywhere. He's uh, he's on the cover of Barber of uh, Barber Evo this month and Salon Evo, his work. Um, we did a podcast with Kevin a couple years ago. Go listen to that. The dude is just absolutely positively phenomenal. We're definitely going to get into some of that conversation today. And also sitting at the table is Angie Perino. And Angie is the global education manager. And Kevin says, for humans and animals. And I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure we're going to get into the animal portion of Angie's job, which just is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Is it animal testing? Is it animal styling? Is it, a, is it animal? I, I don't know. So we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Fair enough. Animal testing. <laughs> the worst words you can say in the hair industry. Right. And you, and you just you just threw her out. Well, thank like God that. it's not a product company do animal testing, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. It's not a liquid line. She's yeah. with Andis. You know, I got to be honest, for years I thought it was Andes, but, you know, now I, I learned that, that it's Andis. I hope I learned that. But uh, should we bring him in? Yeah. Kevin and Andrew, welcome to the table. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey. 
saying, what's up, guys? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I just never. came to clarify, animal testing is only testing haircuts on animals. You never know when you might see a sick new design on the side of a horse. That's right? what I'm saying. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. okay. Booyah. Animal testing reinvented. <laughs> right. Booyah. <laughs> Booyah. So, Kevin, man, welcome back, buddy. Thank you for having me once again. Once again. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in America. Are they having shows like this in the UK? Yeah, yeah. Everything in the UK is more or less back to normal now. Um, shows have started again. Um, there's no restrictions. You can come into the UK freely. Yeah, everything's open now. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. That's really good. Have you been to the shows in the UK? Yeah, we recently had um, uh, Barber Connect, mm-hmm. um, which was in June, beginning of June, and that was with Andis. Yeah, the main stage. Oh, uh, a few of the guys from America came through. Um, Australia educators came through as well, and guys from Europe and Malaysia came through as well. So it's just nice. It's nice that everything's starting to get back to normal now, um, and just good to connect with people more than anything. You know, how was the turnout? It was good, really, really good. That's um, awesome. That was a two-day show. On the Sunday was really busy as normal, and then on the Monday, like it was busy, not as busy as on the Sunday, but it was good. It was a really good turnout. Um, we had an amazing stage, you know, the performance that we've done and the educators that we had on stage, phenomenal educators, and it was just great, you know. And it's just, it was just great to have everyone there as well, you know, like a proper family, you know, mm-hmm. not just a team. Oh, yeah. so it was good, you know. Well, so I, it's like I noticed last year when uh, we started going back, the shows started opening up, how people were just starving for that education, for that live event, reconnecting, being together again. I can only imagine it was the same in, yeah. in England. Yeah, it was the same. You know, I think, I think as creative people, you know, we thrive off other people's energies as well. So yeah. it's kind of, I think it's really important um, for people to attend shows and for shows to get back to how they was. Yeah. You know, when there was like restricting numbers, you had to wear masks, you had to wear shields. You can't hear what someone's saying. You can't see the emotion on people's faces. You know, I was speaking to one of my friends that I hadn't seen since 2019 in New York. You know, just before the pandemic and it was like to see him and actually connect with him properly in person it was so nice mm. and you know talking to him about like how it's just good to see people's faces you know see those smiles right. see those reactions well you know it's like with the mask or with the covers and stuff like like even if you're at a show that becomes what you're focused on not what's going on and not what people are talking about or not what people you know that becomes a focus or is this person standing too close to me there was so yeah. much more more of that like like I haven't seen a ma- maybe I've seen two masks here today but it's just no judgment but it's just kind of really nice to kind of like to see the industry back sure, a little bit for sure. you know you know we think about how close we are to our clients we're used to that we're used to being in up into someone's face more or less you know so it's kind of like you know same like you, what you're saying like I remember when I first started going to shows it was actually you know you could see people being very mindful they didn't want to stand too close to each other which is fine but now it's just nice that we're all huddled up. You know, it, it, it feels natural. It feels normal that way. Yeah. Totally. And uh, uh, when we first got on, uh, it was the first time I met Angie. And I go, girl, we got to hug this out. And yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. I'm committed to hug. Oh, so, yeah. sure. that, that's awesome. well, that's it. I remember when, when it was all happening and then it kind of coming towards an end. It was a bit like, are we shaking hands? Are we right. spudding? Are we yeah. elbowing? Are we hugging? Like, what do we do? Like, I'm, I'm we, like, last do August, we kiss? Last August, we did an event and they had three different color armbands so it was it was within your comfort if you want a hug you got this if you wanted to shake hands you got this but if you want it like no no contact at all you got a different color and it was actually brilliant you yeah. know and you could switch it was a it was a couple day event so you could switch which one but what happens if you what happens if you was colorblind because <laughs> i'm colorblind i would have just been hugging everyone <laughs> wait a sec you're colorblind yeah which is the reason why i only cut hair Get wow. out of here. yes sir so, yeah, I mean, so to kind of like go back on that. So that's the reason why, well, one of the first reasons why I joined with Tony and Guy, because you could either be a cutter or a colorist. So when I first started the industry, I started off as a barber, and then I wanted to learn ladies' hairdressing, but I didn't want to do color. So then I looked into like, okay, where can I just cut hair? And it was Tony and Guy. And then obviously... Did we done... talk about that on the last podcast? No, we didn't. Not a lot of people know that. Because I don't, I don't really mention it unless... Breaking news. Yeah. I don't really mention it unless someone... I really appreciate color, though. Um, How do you know? <laughs> people say it looks good. <laughs> but, but I think it's... Um, like when I was at college and I was studying hairdressing, I had to do color. But like I, I always needed a bit of guidance and help behind what I was doing. Because I didn't really... Under, I, didn't really, I couldn't really see tones. 
So that's when someone would be like, oh, don't you think it looks a bit orange? I'm like, I don't know. Right. A bit yellow? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Like, if you say so, <laughs> let me leave it on a little bit longer. But it's, um, yeah, and then saw toning guy, you could, you could just do cutting. So went to do cutting. And yeah. And that was that. That's amazing, man. So I just cheated the system. <laughs> you hacked the system, bro. You just hacked the system. I was the system. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I had no idea. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad we had some breaking news there. Yeah. All right, Kev. I can never see you and not think of our friend Curtis. Right. You know, and like we just, we just, we love that guy so much that whenever we get a chance to like, he was, the, like he, was the, it up. he was the guy that introduced me to you guys. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Like he was always like, you need to get in with these guys. You need he to get said the same thing. Yeah. He would call me up and like, you, you, you got to meet Kevin. You got to yeah, meet Kevin. That the first time that we met each other was in LA, wasn't it? And I think it was an ISC show. No, 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 no. no. We met, we met, well, we met before that. Our podcast was before that. At BTC the year before. Yes, yeah. correct. And, and we met, you and I met at Barbican, New York, because we were staying in the same hotel. Correct. We didn't know it. We were staying at the same hotel, but I think we met before that. I don't remember. I can't remember. Everything either, just merges into one, right? I know exactly, yeah. but yeah, I mean, and then when we so we did see you with with Curtis at, at ISSC, yeah, yeah, and then uh, coincidentally or whatever, um, Curtis, right before COVID, like it was, we canceled the New York show, and then he came to our hometown to take over for Cheeseburger because Cheeseburger was in Europe, correct? And then and then he gave me his last COVID haircut. And I got my last COVID haircut because they closed up the shop and then the next day they were shut down. Crazy. But yeah, I mean, I just like, I can't, I don't know if anyone even kind of gets it, but he was just such a road warrior and just like. It, you know, um, you, when, yeah. when I just saw you now, when you said, um, whenever you come to shows, you think about me. I don't know when else you think about me. <laughs> but that, that no, was no, no, no. <laughs> when I see you, I think of Curtis at the oh, show. No, 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 no. Sorry, I just tweeted that conversation. <laughs> you totally tweeted that. that conversation. I can't, I can't look at you without thinking about Curtis. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the same thing with me. Like, you know, whenever I come to the US, I would always contact Curtis and be like, look, Curtis, I'm coming to this show. Let me know if you can get there. You know, let me know what you need, blah, blah, blah. And he would always come and support. He was one of those guys that anything you needed, you know it. Anything you needed, bottle of water, food, cigarettes. Even more than that, it was like if you were ever like, if you ever needed gear, he might not have had it, but he had enough connections that he could find it for you. You're like, I need an extension cord. He goes, give me two minutes. Models, like even, you know, oh, have you got everything that you need before you go on stage? And the thing is, as you knew, he'd done it on the kindness of his own heart. You yeah, know, and it wasn't that he he didn't feel obliged to do it. He wanted to do it, which is the difference. Yeah, you know, Completely. amongst other people, when you like, oh, you feel like, oh, can you do this? Can you? Do he wanted to do it. He would be asking the questions that you would want to ask someone to do, but he already asked you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And even though he had like a brand affiliation, that never got in the way of oh, of, no. of his friendships or anything like that. No. You know? yeah. That's my and, and he always supported the people he wants to support as well. You know, and the thing is. I don't think he got enough credit for who he was in the industry. That's yeah, the one true. thing that I found. I think that that's why I want to bring him up all the time oh, because I, I don't think I don't think many people know. Many people listening would know him because he's not on a stage, but he was always the guy behind. But, but that's the thing. He wanted to be that guy behind the stage. Yeah. He didn't want that starlight. Like he would be. But then he was the reason why a lot of the reason. Sorry, he was the reason why a lot of it went smoothly because he was the the guys in the back. The guy in the background making sure everything was right yeah which is very similar to like what angie's like because angie's that type of girl she doesn't really want to be on stage she'd be helping with all that organizations and putting it all together putting all the pieces together in order for, to make our lives easier when we go on stage so angie are you in the industry i am i have actually been licensed for more than 20 years yes i just dated myself um, yes, <laughs> we have you by a couple of years so girl, you're good you're good with our ears you're so you're so young and to us yeah. <laughs> thanks guys make me feel better send you your 20 later <laughs> we'll take it all right deal deal right. Where, where are you from so i'm originally from northwestern illinois but i uh hail now in scottsdale arizona How'd you get there? Uh, so, turned 30, decided I was sick and tired of winter, and <laughs> set the car west, and off I went, never came back. So, here I am. 
Did, love you it. Have, did, did you have a love interest waiting for you in Scottsdale? <laughs> you know, it was the craziest story. I owned a salon at the time and, and a home, and I told myself, I'm going to put them both for sale. If they sell, that's my sign I'm going to go. And six weeks later, I was in Arizona with no job, no home, but... I had sold everything, what? and there I was. And so, through caution to the wind, and I wanted to try something different. So, started back at Ground Zero, and that's where I really started heavily getting into education. So, uh, as a salon owner, I was also moonlighting in education as a contractor. At the time, I was with L'Oreal Purology, uh, their company. Oh, I was traveling all over, uh, teaching about their brand. And that's actually how I found Arizona, is I was headed out there for a contract and I'm like wait a minute why didn't anyone tell me it's sunny every day here every day <laughs> yeah right. right so she wasn't running to a lover she was running from a lover I get the story now right. busted <laughs> it's either one or the other right? Right. it's always one or the always other always one or the other there you go you there know you go. we uh, one of our partners that on the podcast she just uh, she's working with Pureology now so she's traveling doing some education did you work with Ruth I did Ruth is I love oh man such an icon mentor of mine for many many years want to hear a wild story yes our mentor one of our mentors from early 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 on her name is jackie davis she was ruth's assistant in santa barbara before santa before ruth left for trevor sorby no way and now like our worlds are just like so so spun up it's so crazy so now jackie lives in dc with us you know at the first salon that we started at, um, she was uh, she was like the artistic director there. Wow. So she's like this crazy, like weird. Our industry is so small, right? Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the wisest advice I was ever given is burn zero bridges because they will haunt you, right? Always. Everyone knows always. everyone. Yeah, One it is so another. small. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so true. Like it feels, and I only know this after the podcast. It feels so big and so like broad. But then once you start to like, once you see the same faces at the shows and stuff and, and stuff, it, it is really a small industry. Yeah. And it, I'm not even talking about brands, by the way. You see the same attendees at a lot of the shows, too. Yeah, that's 100% right. Yeah. So, so in Arizona, did you start working for another salon or did you decide to open up your own salon again or... So I, uh, I actually did work behind the chair for a while, did some hair, and I kept working with education. But it was maybe two years in when I transitioned into the corporate side of education. So my first stop was with Cody, uh, who owned Wella Company at the right. time. So I worked with them, and I led um, their marketing slash education efforts on behalf of their entire portfolio in North America. So it was, a, it was an awesome transition, and that's where I really discovered that I'm really passionate about empowering educators to bring the message to other people. I do really do miss, Kev doesn't know this, I didn't tell him this, but I do miss being on the stage sometimes, but <laughs> I am so blessed to have this team, right? right? I mean, I could not have drafted this team better if I tried. I'm a big baseball fan, so I'll always pull those puns. And man, my team is the Yankees. I don't know if you know that about my team, but I don't need to be on stage. Well, <laughs> did you go to the Yankees Hold game on. too? I went to the Yankees game last night. I am a diehard Chicago Cubs fan, but I rooted for the Yankees last night. Don't tell so, them. I'm not, well, well, what's interesting is before we before we were before we got on air, like it was Kevin's, you know, Kevin being from the UK. It was his first baseball game, and not only was it his first baseball game, but it was Yankees Red Sox. I mean, come on, like the oldest like uh, rivalry in, in sports, I think. Heck yeah, heck yeah. We had to set him up right. If we were going to take him to his first game. It had to be the right one. Well, you set him up. Yeah. You said I'm not really right, right? That's so cool, man. So, um, you so you said you put the team together. Like you're the one, like grabbing people. No, so I can really only take credit for a handful of people on my team. I came to the company. I, I transitioned over from working with heavily stylists and you know the cosmetologist side of the industry to the barbering industry about three years ago, and it was sort of kind of one of those things where Andis had a role open, and I thought, hey. These barbers seem kind of cool. Like, why not? New challenge. Let's switch over, right? I know how to clip or cut. Certainly, I can keep up with these guys. And uh, so I came over, and I was given the role, given the opportunity, right? And I was handed this team that was intact. And, you know, it was only three months after I started that COVID hit. So I had to get to know the majority of them virtually. But I studied them. I studied their social. I interacted with them as much as I could. And it was very soon that I realized how talented that they really, really are. And they need an opportunity to get on as many stages. The world needs to know these people and learn from these people, right? So you can only take credit for a couple. In fact, it's kind of a funny story. I told Kevin I was going to tell this story. Uh, I DM'd him on Instagram. Slid in the DMs. <laughs> I, 
slid in his DMs. Hey, by the way, I have his phone number if you need that. <laughs> Corey, I wish I would have known you then. It would have been a little less creepy, probably. <laughs> no, it definitely would have been, been less creepy. Yeah. Yeah, so I probably would have been in trouble. Though, with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you would have lost that connection real quick, right? Yeah, so I slid in his DMs, and about six months later, he responded. Yeah. And- I know that, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason I have his phone number now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can take credit, take credit for Kev um, and a handful of the others. But for the most part, these guys were already intact. And I'm so, so so What a fortunate. great time to be in the barber industry, though. Totally. I mean, if you just see over the last 10 to 15 years how it, it really evolved into something like, I mean, it, the work, the, the just the whole ambience of the barber industry has changed so much and it's i mean it's kind of like it's the hot hot thing right now yeah i totally agree and you know i think what another thing that's great about it is i remember when i started in the industry 20 years ago there was a lot of segregation between the stylist and the barber you did not it wasn't 20 years ago i mean it was just a few years ago really really, right i mean i wouldn't have dared as a stylist to ever consider identifying as a barber unless i went to barber school got a license and showed them what i could do right i wouldn't even think of that and now we're really starting to see a fusion and a celebration of both sides of it right we're we're creators or professionals yeah. together and it elevates us all right i think, I think it's social media honestly i mean yeah. i think so because like you only know the barber that's in your neighborhood right so until you have like an international um venue or international platform you just didn't realize it and, and with all credit like when i got on instagram i didn't realize how many unbelievable hairstylists there were and then on top of that you look at what's happening in the barbering world you're like holy cow and then i also think just like it, just like in here in Cosmo and in Barbary, the social media now elevated everyone to step up, right? Like totally. everybody's game had to step up, and whether you're whether you're traditional like the Rusal guys, or whether you're you're you're, you're doing like you know, fade ups or or like Rob the original with his with all his uh, designs his and, all designs that, and yeah. stuff, you know, it's like wherever you want to be, like you had to step your game up. And then what sucks is your clients come in and go like. It can be done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It can be done. So. I remember when men would come and sit in my chair and they'd be like, just cut my hair or whatever's going to get me a date tonight. Whatever you think right? that is, just do that. And now they're like, have an opinion. They have a Pinterest board. They have an Instagram. Yeah. They're like, David Beckham, no, I need to they, look like they, him. They You're even like, have geez. the step-by-steps now. You see all yeah. these magazines. I was at, like, how to ask your barber. Right. They have this. You know, fade or whatever. Number one, number two. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, why are you not doing it like this? It says in men's health that you've got to do it like this. (laughs) Because I didn't write that article. Yeah, 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 exactly. It wasn't me. So does, so is Andis, are they, are they focused on doing a lot of cause shows too to try to really meld that together? Yeah. I mean, you know, Andis has really been present at a lot of trade shows for many years, but I think that we are really starting to expand our message, our imaging and really ensure that we're reaching everybody. In fact, our tagline now is create your way and it's for creators, right? We create tools for creators very much like uh, an artist has a paintbrush, right? It doesn't matter. That brush is for them to really showcase what they can do that you know is, is them their identity or their self we believe that our tools are for that any medium that you're going to use it on it's up to you right create your way so yeah absolutely we really want to empower anyone to feel confident in using our tools what's amazing too is like the last i don't know i'll say five or maybe even less than five or six years not only social media but just like the whole clipper game has changed you know like 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 you go back 10 years ago, the only clippers I knew were Andis T outliners, which are still like the, the favorite thing ever. Do they still make those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You bet. The only problem with them is I dropped them and I always lost them in about 30 minutes because oh, no. I dropped them all the time and you could tip them up. But, um, but the T liners and then Oster, like those are the only two clippers that we ever used professionally. And now there's so many more in the space. Totally. Yeah. I think it, right. The game has really elevated itself. And, you know, and then the competition is fierce out there. We really love seeing, right, that the marketplace is relevant. Uh, I think it forces us to make sure that we're keeping up to par and we're being innovative. We're competing. We love it, right? It's a good challenge. And, I, you know, I think that there really is room for everyone to win. I'm a big believer in that, you know, that it's like, hey, let's go. It's all about elevating our industry and seeing this industry thrive. That's been my goal and my vision from the minute I started. And I was inspired by someone who said that to me, right? Right. Like, 
hold this deer because it's up to you for the next generation. And it was like, whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> just, just, oh, speaking our language. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, just like there's a thousand car brands, there's a car brand for everybody. That's right. Right? So there's the Clipper brand for everybody, you know? Exactly. A hundred percent. No, I totally agree. And I think that we are all each known for something, right? And and I think it's really great that at Andes, we pride ourselves in being primarily American-made, that we build our products with integrity right there in Wisconsin in our factory, like right where we started. Oh, really? Get yeah. out, really? 1922, the company started in Racine, Wisconsin, and we are still there today. I sit in Scottsdale, Arizona, but I do visit that factory. <laughs> so do you guys get together? Do you get together with your team and... Uh, well, I guess you're the team lead. Do you get together with Kevin? I mean, how do you, and come up with like a concept of like what what's what we want this year, or what's going to happen this year, our imagery, or I mean, how 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 do you guys handle that? Yeah. Well, well so what I would tell you, do you, you want to go first? Yeah, you, just you, so you I, I want to tell like a little bit of the story oh, about like obviously with myself and Angie, like on how we met, like. But then I didn't message for like six months. And that's when obviously I messaged her, started talking. And then I only met Angie for the first time last year in November. Because Angie was, as Angie was saying, throughout COVID, everything was so virtual. You know, there's, there was still a lot of people that Angie hadn't met, like in the UK, throughout Europe, you know, in Australia as well, in person. And then um, I came to LA in November for Barbicon, done Barbicon. And then from Barbican, LA, I flew to Arizona to meet up with Angie for the first time. Oh, word. Yeah, so obviously we got to know Angie, and then we then realized very quickly that we're very alike. So <laughs> she had this schedule for me, literally booked from the day that I landed in Arizona. She picked me up. We drive all the way to Camelback Mountain. We hiked Camel because Angie's very into fitness as well. So fitness, well-being, all that stuff. Oh, well, are we going to have a push-up? No, push-up no, 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 no. There, well, there <laughs> is an arm wrestling contest. Oh, that there is. Yeah, yeah. We need to compete in that way, here. American dream. And, uh, yeah. and then uh, we, we hiked up Camelback Mountain. And then from Camelback Mountain, we ended up doing an F45 class. So it was just super intense. And that was the first time that we met each other. So it was great. And obviously building that relationship, you know, I work very closely with Andrew, try and keep in contact. Well, we, we talk basically more or less every week. Like, you know, whether it's through like um, email or through like, you know, text message or calling, whatever else. Can't have, you know, as America's opened up now, I come to America as much as I can to the shows and whatever else. And, but I'm sure Andrew will fill you in about like, obviously how we come up with our ideas. But again, there's the input from myself, from other like team members as well, depending because obviously from what's happening in the UK and in Europe, like I've got more of an insight to what's happening over that side of the region compared right. to what's happening over in America. So again, I guess, you know, like, Angie would use me as recon in order to like advise her into like, oh, what's happening in these areas? What's trending? What's cool? Because as you know, when you travel around the world, trends are completely different. Hair types different. Cultures are different. Just coming you know? to New York from DC, which is a couple exactly. hours, you're like, I haven't seen that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. East coast to West coast in America, completely different fashion and trend, yeah. right? Absolutely. That's really smart, like putting them on the hike because, you know, you make your strongest bonds when you're suffering. Huh. Well, by the, by the time you got to the top of the mountain with Camelback, you're like... Oh, we didn't get to the top. It was too high. It was, <laughs> it was hard, but we didn't have enough time. Oh, we had an F45 class still, and she was like, right, the class is in an hour's time. It's going to take us about half an hour to get down. We better go now and literally straight to the F45. And you probably have no clue where you are, so she says, here, sign here. Oh, literally. Or otherwise, you're going to have to find your way down by yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I'll sack you from Andes. So I was like, okay. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Initiation is real. Yeah. No doubt, man. But, don't mess around on this team. But by finding him, it's like it's like catching the big fish. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. Are you talking about? I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I DM'd him? Right. You should have DM'd me first. So you would have had to do no, a lot quicker. <laughs> That's so, funny. So yeah. how's it been working with Andis? It's been great. Honestly, it's been it's been amazing. And the story with Andis it goes a little bit deeper as well because when I first started in the industry, like I've been in the industry like 20 years now, 21 years now. But when I first started getting into education, I'd say maybe 15, 16 years ago, when I couldn't talk and I really couldn't present, demonstrate on stage, 
There was a guy that I was working underneath in the UK that used to work for Andis and used to do a lot of demonstrations. So at Sound International in the UK, he brought me on stage with Andis. So I've worked with Andis before back, back in the day, but I wasn't the person who I am now. So when Andrew reached out to me about Andis, I was like, right, this really means because I got like, something to prove that yeah, Andis ain't shit no more. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, like I'll be honest, I've been approached by the majority of big comp- like competitors, like and I've always turned around and said, no, I'm good because I've been an independent artist. And for me, like, obviously I used to work for Tony and Guy, so I've worked for a big corporation company and like, I'm doing well like, as an independent solo artist. Right. As we spoke about, like in my last podcast, we're doing the education, we're doing photography, we're doing consultancy. And, but when Andis, well, when Angie contacted me and like I said, we spoke for about maybe five, six months before I decided, right, okay, let's do this. Because I really wanted to iron out everything that was going to happen, you know, what I can offer to Anders and what Anders can offer to me right. before I signed with them. Because I don't just want to be another person within the company. Because like, I know my skill set. I know what I've got to offer. And I want to deliver that to a company. So, yeah, it's been great. You know, the opportunities. Um, I worked on this new collection with Anders, Fluid Volume 3, which is on our educational website which was a collection that I brought out for Andis, which is the front covers of Barber Evo and Salon Evo magazine. So it was all the step-by-steps, five different haircuts, different lengths, different textures. And, you know, for me, I really want to push my skill set for Andis, not just as an educator and as barber, but also from the fashion point of view of doing photography, you know, what I feel is going to be coming into trends and into fashion as well. So it's... Earlier he was saying, you know, the people are bringing these magazines in step-by-step. It's you. They're bringing it's you. you. Yeah, pretty They're much. bringing yeah. you, bro. They're bringing you. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so who, who are the other artists that's on the Andis team now? Oh, gosh. We've got a pretty strong lineup. So in, in our leadership, as Kat mentioned, he's our international artistic team lead. And then on the North America side, we have Kenny Duncan. Love as, Kenny. Yeah. Awesome. Right? Kenny and Kevin. Right, right and left hands for right. me. Right? That was actually part of my vision when I came on board with Andis is, I knew 100% that when I was going to go into a more logistical or back end side of things, Uh that I was going to get further and further away from the artistic side. Even though I am licensed, I have practice and I could suit up if I had to, I knew I needed people in the field who were out there every single day experiencing it. Like I said, I'm at a desk in Scottsdale, so I'm not in the shop anymore, right? So I knew I needed to enlist people to support me with that. And there was no better fit than Kenny and Kevin to take those roles as mentors, as creative inspirations. Mm. And so I lean in with them really to help bring the vision to the brand of what is up and coming, what is next. And we've got representation of the whole world then, right? So, right. and they work beautifully together. I'm so yeah. glad they love and each Kenny other. Kenny was just nominated for Naha, right? He right. was. And he, he's been on the cover of uh, Solani, uh, Barbara Evo yes, as well. So, yes. so you have... Wow, I mean, you've almost like kind of hit the lottery with talking about two, two. It's the, the best it's of the literally best. the A team. Yeah, like, yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying that because no, it's I work the K for Andy. Team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that because I work for Andy. It's like literally every single one of our educators and ambassadors, they're so unique in what they do. I mean, like you, we have every type of character. You know, like it's just amazing. I mean, like. Yeah, I guess the first time that I really witnessed that was when I came to ABS in Chicago and I saw a lot of the American educators and I was just like, wow, wow. Like how everyone, like I said, they're like a family. But we went to the Yankees game yesterday, like um, Angie, uh, Danny, Kenny and myself, you know, we went there and it's just like, right, okay, we're all work colleagues. We all work together in this, but like we're all individuals. Angie, she'll always come to the gym every morning whenever we're in the hotel always <laughs> you know without a shadow of doubt like you know we're, we're after like after this tomorrow we're going to Barry's boot camp at like 6 10 in the morning do you guys want to come yeah <laughs> Monday Tuesday and Wednesday uh, unfortunately we're going to be in DC uh, but you know, we're next time. I'm sure there's a Barry's in DC I'm, I'm sure, sure I'm sure there's lots of Barry's in DC hey when you was the Yankees game party a rider to sign with uh, Andis <laughs> yeah pretty much that was amazing that was so cool so do you guys get to work together and collab? What, as in the as educators? A, yeah. 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 I mean, like, I mean, it's one of those ones that like, we'll, we'll see each other at shows. We'll obviously do the collaborations like uh-huh. whilst we're like, you know, on stage work and all that. But also, you know, if we think about with my skill set with doing photography, there's all, you know, speaks and talks all that. Look, 
I've got my studio in London now. You know, whenever the guys are in mm. London, let's do something. Like I've got my cameras. We can always do something like whenever, wherever we are, you know. But we're all such a creative bunch. And what's so nice is that we're all so different in what we do. So there's different tastes. You know, you've got people that can braid hair. You've got people that can work on longer hair. Cut females hair, you know. It's just every, like, designs, patterns, you name it. Everyone in Andis, any single type of haircut that you want done or to be performed, there's someone there that will be able to do it. That's it. Just don't go to color for Kevin. No, just not color for me. So, Ann. What's the animal testing? What's I mean? What's the animal <laughs> section well, uh, of, of the title? What, what is a human and animals, right? Yeah, yeah. So we actually have an entire education team on the animal side as well. We have people who are specialists in cattle, so large animal. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you know that a special- cow gets a bath and gets fluffed up and groomed? And the cattle people are going to murder me for calling it like that. But essentially, that's what they do before they actually go and show the cows and walk them around. They bathe them and make their hair look good. Oh, okay, are the are the clippers the same, or, or or are they like animal specific, or yeah. is there a difference in the clippers? Good question. They are very similarly built in the sense that the technology is the same, but there's more power. The blade is bigger. The blade is going to have deeper teeth because the animal coat has multiple layers of coat at times, depending right. on what animal you're talking about, right? So you couldn't use that exact same one. And some of them, I mean, even like a uh, an animal grooming clipper fits over the arm it has a sleeve because you have to actually be able to hang on and brace it and then you're driving all the way up. i mean think the size of a of a cow right i mean those things weigh a lot (laughs) so you have to be able to have a strong powerful tool and we're actually very known in the animal space for the quality of our tools um so yeah we have anything from cattle to horses dogs goats cats okay hold on So, so all those clippers are different too they're all very very unique uh-huh. Uh, similar again, similar in technology, similar build and integrity. You'll notice that aesthetically, you'll be able to recognize that it's an Andes tool, not just because of the logo, but because of the shape of the body or maybe the material that is used. Right? You would still recognize it, but yeah, they are uniquely built for what it is that they do. That's that blows me away. Yeah, you know, I never, I never, I, honestly, I just never knew that. I just, I just assumed they were. They yeah. were all this, maybe I need some like black bears for to trim down my beard a yeah, little bit. There you like, go. Some black bear, like I need all that torque. Black bear clipper. I like that. Black bear. Ooh, that's yeah. a new idea. Mm. Yeah, good luck. I'm gonna write that down. Even, even <laughs> if it's just the name, right? Yeah, the black bear. The black bear. Like yeah, <laughs> that'd be all of it. Like black panther, black bear. Yeah. Like, like uh, they, of course, they're gonna have to be having like a matte cover, right? Yeah. Are we, are we feeling it? Matte cover and black yeah. bear clippers. I dig it. I got to give a shameless plug. So we have an animal educator by the name of Gabriel Fitosa, F-E-I-T-O-S-A. I would highly recommend Amazing. checking really? him out. Yeah. He is incredible. He Done actually some really cool stuff. Yeah. So you know how you'll see uh, barbers are coloring the hair in different designs that they're painting sure. on and then they're cutting to fit the color design. Gabriel does that with dogs. He what? paints them to be like a tiger or a Pokemon. It's crazy. Or, That's or, cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. Check him out. He's so awesome. That's really cool. He etched designs and stuff like that. Yes. And he shapes it. He even he was on a show, uh, a grooming show that was on ABC maybe a year or so ago, and he was competing. And one of the designs that he did was a fish, and he cut scales into the dog's coat to look like scales of a fish, right? And then he tinted them. So if you think like Nemo, the way Nemo has the stripes of colors, yeah, yeah, yeah. he did things like that in a dog's coat. And they work with poodles, you know, and dogs where you have the type of texture that you can expand the coat out and really create some shapes within oh, wow. it. But it's it's truly incredible. I would highly recommend checking him That's out. That's a whole artistic cool guy. field in itself. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Under-celebrated, in my opinion, right? Yeah, they right. definitely don't get the credit they deserve sometimes. They're awesome. Our, our, our... Are Andis animal clippers available in like big box stores and stuff? Or where, where would you go? Like if I have a dog, a poodle, where am I going to get my clippers if yeah. I have to go to Andis.com or something? All of the above. Andis.com, Petco, PetSmart. We are also in local pet retailers. Uh, we do have some of that on Amazon.com as well. So a whole variety. Anywhere. Yeah, pretty much yeah. anywhere. And those have been around back since 1922 as well. Um, we're celebrating our 100-year birthday. Go, get year. out. Real- 100 Whoa. years old. Yeah, happy birthday, Andis. Happy birthday, How about Andis. that? Happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Yay. So what are some of the uh, things oh, that you are scheming up or in the background that you guys are 
maybe you can share with us. Yeah, what are you up to? Trying to get, yeah. trying to get the, the tea. Are you guys? That's yeah. What, that's what you're looking for here. Okay. Well, we put a mic in front of you. You know. Mm-hmm. We knew you invited us here for a right. reason. Not just for our birthday, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What do we have going on? Well, we've got some new innovation in the pipeline that we've been testing. I won't tell you a whole lot more than that, but some new innovation that's going to definitely blow some people's minds of what's coming out. You know like, us. Like Clipper innovation? Yeah, Clipper innovation. Absolutely. Love I have, technology. Love technology. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. You know what just, just what just came to my head is that, yes, you're 100 years, and it's like... It must be so difficult, or like I don't even know difficult to write word, but but to be able to blend the traditional of end of, of, of the tradition of what Andis is in a hundred years of representation in that field, and also what's new and hot, yeah. like yeah. that kind of that kind of feel to it, you know, like like. It's kind of a cool position, really, right? Yeah, for I'm sure. Because you think about it, like, we have the history to look back on and, and see what worked and what didn't and what are the things that we should keep and what are the things that we should evolve, right? I mean, going from corded to cordless is a great example, right? We've got so many cordless tools now. So what do the next steps look like beyond cordless, right? Where do we go from here? What is that technology like? Lasers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, cut hair with Lee. <laughs> Laser cutting. I mean, if you know how to do that, we'll hire you. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to speak volumes if you're around 100 years, because not a whole lot of company can make it that that long in the industry. Yeah, and we're family owned, so we are four generations still? deep in the Andis family. Yeah. Wow. It's still existing in Racine, Wisconsin, where we started. So we have a lot of history, a lot of heritage, and. You know, something I will say that's really special and unique and different about working for a family-owned company is that you matter. They know who you are, right? I, Matt and Laura Andes, who are a brother and sister, they are currently the co-presidents of our company. They meet with us bi-weekly, and they come on, and they talk to all of us. They know us. They celebrate milestones. They celebrate retirements for people. They can remember. I mean, some of these people that work for our company were there when their dad was the president, you know? So there's wow. a ton of history and celebration that's of all of cool. that um, that we really hang on to. So culture is something that's really awesome at Andes. What, what's their management style? Do they, like, hire a team and go, like, hey, you do this? Or are they kind of, like, hands-on with opinions and stuff? So I would say Matt and Laura are very involved with our company. We have them overview a lot of things. You know, from the ground level, we'll develop the ideas, whatever it might be for the different departments. Maybe it's technology, maybe it's education, maybe it's marketing. We have a lot of different things, but they're overseeing everything. They're still very, very actively involved in the business. You know, they take a lot of pride. It's their name on that tool. So it means something to them and they want to see that for their future. You know, it was built for them and it was left for them. So they want that for their family you know as their children go on so yeah that's really and you know you don't see that these days really anywhere in any industry not for 100 years 100 years family owned right i mean and we've made it through the pandemic you know and we had we did not lay off any folks during the pandemic we maintained all of our employment and that was really important to matt and laura to ensure that we had that right and so again and they spoke to us about those things and you don't see that everywhere so i'm really i'm really grateful for that yeah Uh, what are you working on kev are you, are, My well, physique. First, <laughs> yeah, well, we got to get into that, bro. Um, You're like the lever king. <laughs> yeah, just lever. How, front lever everywhere. How long did you, Yes, yes, yes. That's Please so true. Any, any pole, I'll hang off it. Send me a pole. <laughs> I'm hanging off it. I'm off that pole now. Probably. How was it? How was, um, like, when you first tried a lever, how was it? Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I felt like my brain was going to explode. Really? It's tough. Yeah, yeah that's tough. Did you, did you, like, work your way up, like, like one-leg levers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? I'm trying to think. When was the last time I actually saw you guys and done the podcast? When was that? That was BTC 2019. You were just getting in. You were kind of sweaty sitting in our chair. Um, you had just come from a workout. But, uh... Okay, so that's 2019. Doing, so yeah. that 2019 was when I started the whole journey yes, of my fitness. Yeah, and we talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, because I started on the March 2019. So then, when I saw you guys, it must have been August. Yeah, yeah. And then I finished off my transformation in the December. Then the pandemic hit in 2020. March is when we closed down in the UK, and that's when I was like, "Shit, how do I actually continue with my fitness?" Because all gyms had closed. Because, you know, like you saw it with pandemic. A lot of people kind of went one or the other way. They right. either got fat or they lost weight. So with me, I ended up running a lot more during the pandemic because it's the only real thing that I could do. But then that's when I put a pull-up bar and then just started focusing on bodyweight training. 
And that's when then I started seeing about like calisthenics and like all these different movements that people was doing. And then I've just got an obsessive personality. You know, I want yeah. to learn a muscle up, then a muscle up, then it was a front liver. I'm actually learning a handstand at the moment. So if you're asking me, what am I trying to practice on at the moment? Or like, what am I working on? A handstand. I've been literally practicing it since January, but it's like, I like setting myself little goals like this because it just keeps me motivated, you know, and disciplined to like, right, I need to focus on something that I want to achieve and do. Um, if we're talking more from the hair side and barbering side, I guess, honestly, personally, I just want to let this year go through smoothly. Because if you think about it, for me, last year, we were still in lockdown till around maybe May, May time last year. So I want to just let this year go past make sure the shows are all going on. I've got my studio now, so since the last time I saw you, I've got my studio now, which actually opened uh, in 2020, um, kind of like during when we opened up in the UK, like throughout lockdown, but then closed in. But yeah, I've got the studio now, I do my photography out there, do my content creation over there, cut a little bit of hair, but it's just a creative space where I've got somewhere to focus on, you know? It's just a creative hub, you know? Awesome. That's pretty cool, man. I like how he said, like, small goals, like a muscle-up. That's not a small goal at all, bro. Yeah, it's hard. A pull-up's a small goal. Do you uh, do you follow Frank Medrano? Oh, he's crazy, bro. That's just wrong. These Some of these Listen, guys... Listen, if you're are... listening to this, you have to go to Frank Medrano's Instagram or YouTube or whatever. That dude... He's, that's just insanely strong. It's like how... And he's a vegan. Nah, I could be a vegan. But, you know, that type of training, to me, why I got so obsessed with it was because it's not it's not easy to do, even just do a pull-up or a press-up, a proper one, and to understand how to manipulate and, like, control your body in that way. Anyone can go to the gym and lift weights. Like, you can sit down on a bench, you know, but, like, to do those type of movements, it's hard, like, because you're using your whole body. And that's what I like about it. And, like, even a handstand, it's, like, it's not even about strength, it's a skill. And that's what I like about it, you know. Going back to the basics, taking baby steps like a front lever. You can't just go and do it straight away. You need to build up that journey and then build up the strength and be able to Have you tried anything like dragonflies or anything? Oh, yeah, that's easy. Dragonflies are easy. Light that's work. off. <laughs> I've never seen videos of that. No, because it's an easy movement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, that's hard. But, uh, yeah, I can do a dragonfly. Can you believe Stallone was going in at 70? I know, it's crazy. And that's what that's what's so good about that type of training is that you are working being strong inside. Rather than like aesthetically look I look really strong and big. You know, you're you're building core strength inside. Yeah, that's so and go ahead. How, how can our listeners learn more about what you guys are putting together and and and, and follow and keep up with what, what you guys are doing? Yeah, great question. So we launched during COVID a brand new virtual education website. And, you know, we started with a humble beginning of just like, uh oh, we can't go to any shows and we can't teach any classes. Like, uh oh. So we went to social and we started doing, we just put people on live. We were like, okay, here's the mic. Like, just don't swear or whatever, right? Like, cut some hair. Like, and, and, you know, we learned so many things. Like, couldn't hear over the clipper or they couldn't see or the lighting was bad or, right? Just so many crazy things. So we've come a long way to launch this brand new platform. So we have, as Kev mentioned, the Fluid Volume 3 collection, which was by Kevin, as well as the Fluid Volume 2 collection, which was created by Kenny Duncan. That is all available on our virtual education website. So you can go on there, step-by-step videos, you can view it. Oh, awesome. We also have PDFs on there that you can download right either to your phone or you can just screenshot it if you don't want to have to take up any storage space. We really thought through what the end user's experience is like. And we know that coming back from the pandemic that we've all advanced our way that we've learned to include virtual right i think we're going to be hybrid forever now where yeah we come to the shows and we want to hug it out but we also want something between the shows i don't want to wait till the next show right i want to have access to this now so we are committed to constantly bringing new content to that site we have it available for human and animal in case you want to learn to groom a dog just saying so check that out for sure. Andis.com and you hover right over the top. You'll see the word education loud and proud. Click on that. Check that out. And we'd love to uh, engage with you guys there. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you up to? Well, how can people find you more importantly? Um, don't DM them. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got six months to wait. Don't months. slide on my DMs. Mm-hmm. Just, slide out. Um, just on my socials. But if you want his phone number, just hit me up. Hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit my DMs. Ask Corey. Um, <laughs> 
my Instagram at Kevin Lutchman. Um, but you know, I, I like I was saying, like I'm heavily, heavily into my fitness now. That to me is just a passion, and I enjoy doing it. I think it's great for your mental mind as well, you yeah. know. Um, so a lot of my Instagram now is actually just documenting what I get up to. So it's actually a combination of not only me cutting hair, doing education. It's about my fitness. It's about my photography. About my family life and. You know, to me, like my boy now, he's three years old. So I think since the last time I saw you guys, like 2019, he was probably only about like four months. Oh, you were, when we were talking, you were like, you were hurting because when we talked, you were going, you were there, you were going home, you were in DC, you were going home for two days and then you were going to like Chile or South America someplace. I think it was, must have been Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and, and I, you were like, I'm only going home to see my boy. And like, yeah. you were like, when we were having that conversation, we were feeling that conversation, yeah. you know, like, like I missed the dude and he's only like, I've only known him for two months, but yeah, I missed yeah. the dude yeah. already. But, but and that's the thing. It's like with, he's three now, he turned three in May. And during COVID, like for me, spending that valuable time with like my wife and my kid, that was mm. just precious. And it just put a lot of things into perspective. Like I love traveling. I love doing these shows, but to me, what's more important is my family and myself and looking after myself. You know, what, Was that the first time your wife had seen you on stage at the UK show? Uh, yeah, she's seen me on stage before. Like she's a hairdresser as well. So okay. we've been married awesome. two years, been together like five years. So all in all about seven years. And so she met me when I used to work for Tony and Guy. Like, you know, she'd see me on stage. She understands that side of things. Right. But the good thing is, it's like she's in the field, but she would, the idea of being on stage doing all these type of things, it's not right. her thing. But she appreciates what I do and she understands why I do it. You know, I'm doing it for my family. You know, I do it for the legacy. I do it for my kid as well, just to be like, look, my dad's doing something. You know, I want my son to be proud of what I'm doing. And that's also the reason why I do fitness as well, because I want him to be like, okay, let's go outside, let's play. And he's, he loves being outside. He loves jumping in water, swimming, you know, running around in the field. Like he'll watch TV and stuff like that, but he'd rather play outside with his toys. And that, that's to me, that's just so important, you know, like I, I want him to be a fit and healthy boy. I want him to do whatever he wants to do, but I want him to understand that, do you know what? Don't you know, sit on your phone, like all that sort of stuff. You know, there's other stuff that I want to get involved with. That's amazing. Kev and thank you guys so much for making time for us. I know your schedules are crazy at these hair shows, but we just really appreciate you uh, taking time to chat with us for a little bit. And, you know, thanks again. Yeah, thank thanks you for so having much. us. And Kev, thanks for the friendship, bro. Like, always. Always, you know, always here to support you guys. You know that. And thank yeah, you we so have much. a new friend. Now we got a new friend. New friend, new, new friend. We'll definitely keep in touch, guys. I think I, we should definitely be good friends. That, that's awesome. We definitely should be. All right, we're gonna hold you to that. Feel free to DM me if you want to. So. Hey, when we're at Jenny's house, well, we we're gonna come in. Hey, if you DM us, we won't wait six months. Yeah. 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 Six seconds. Maybe. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Mr. Kevin Lutchman and Angie Perino, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hair Street on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.